hey, we just, you know, we're just like curious, you know, Mm -hmm. if this is something that you're thinking about, this is something that we care about. And um, it was scary, you know, mm. and not that Jeremy is a scary, me, a scary guy, but I feel like <laughs> Jeremy <you're>, scary. scary. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is going to stay in there, even though I'm like, please edit that out. Definitely. Hey there, Christ City Church. Chaz here. I'm delighted to let you know that we will be relaunching our podcast, The Christ City Cast, this summer. This is the first of several episodes we'll be releasing every couple of weeks where we'll be sharing various stories from within our faith family. Some of these men and women you may know quite well, others perhaps not so well, but our hope for this podcast going forward is kind of twofold. On the one hand, we really want to develop and cultivate rich and intimate community, meaningful community by knowing one another and being known by one another. And so sharing stories, of course, is a really good way to do that. But in addition to that, we also want to encourage you, inspire you perhaps, and spur one another on to faithfulness and good works in our context where we're at, the season of life, that we find ourselves in. And so by sharing stories of ordinary, everyday men and women trying their best to live faithfully into what God has for them in this season of their life, in the context they find themselves in, we hope that you'll be encouraged to seek greater degrees of obedience and faithfulness um, for the call that God has on your life where you find yourself. So often the ordinary work of God's people God's priesthood of believers, called out chosen ones, the church. Often the everyday work of ministry, Monday through Saturday, goes overlooked. And so we hope by sharing these stories to highlight the ordinary, everyday faithfulness of Christ City Church, men and women you call friend, that you know that you're in community with, so that all of us might reach greater degrees of faithfulness and fruitfulness in the seasons and in the context of ministry and life and friendship and neighboring that we find ourselves in. On this week, I was joined by Christine Luter and we got uh, the opportunity to sit down with Allie Landis and talk a little bit about how important DNA Group has been for Allie and several other women from our faith family. And also, Allie got to share a little bit with us about her passion for racial reconciliation in a group that she's been helping lead um, over the last year or so here at Christ City Church. We really hope you'll be encouraged by today's talk and all the talks coming forward, and certainly reach out and let us know if you want to participate by sharing some of your story with Christ City Church. Okay, so yeah, we're here with Allie Landis, and mm. we're just going to continue um, kind of sharing stories, getting to know each other a little bit. Um, Allie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks yes. for having me. Excited mm-hmm. to be here. It's good to see y'all in person. Yeah, that's true. That is true. 
I know, I'm excited because we've recently kind of started to get to know each other a little bit more, but I'm also just really excited to hear a little bit more about your background and how you ended up here and all that. Yeah. So we're becoming friends. That's cool, <laughs> yeah. So, Ali, tell us, I mean, what's your story? Where are you from? How did you end up in Dallas? Um, you know, as much or as little as you want to kind of share about some of your background. But before we get to, like, present day, let's just hear kind of like where you're from. Yeah, so that question honestly generally confuses me. When you ask like where you're from, do you mean like where did you grow up? Oh. Where did you move from? Like you where do you identify interpret with? Interpret it however you want. Yeah. There's just so many, you know, nuances. Yeah, do you want the long story or the short story? I guess you can edit. The yeah, the medium story. I yeah. mean, the place that you would say was the most formative for who the the person you are now. Wow. Okay. So I will say I am from Houston. Okay. And I, that's where I spent most of my time growing up. And I moved to Dallas from College Station. I worked for a couple years interning with a campus ministry. And when I ended that decided that I wanted to work on the university side and was interested in higher education and so started applying for jobs uh, really all over and then got a job in Dallas and then moved up here for a job. So that's kind of how I ended up here. Where do you work now? So I work for the University of Tulsa, which is a small private school in Tulsa, Oklahoma, mm -hmm. but I'm based in Dallas. So I'm what's called a regional representative. So I work with high school students in Dallas, East Texas, and Austin, helping them through the admission process. So application and housing and financial aid and all of those things that they have questions about. I get them the answers or give them the answers. I work a lot with parents. They tend to be very involved in the college admission oh, yeah, sure. process. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Oh. I don't think I knew that. I thought you worked for, for some reason, I thought you worked for A&M this whole time. I am an Aggie, to okay. be fair. Okay. <laughs> but, no, I do not work for A&M. Okay. All right. Well, what about Christ City? How'd you end up here? So, Christ City, yes. So I moved to Dallas in... Gosh, I don't know if this has happened to y'all, but I feel like my memory pre-COVID is just kind of turning into mush. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, but, okay, let me think. I moved to Dallas in September, October 2016. And then I started looking at churches and I did not know Leslie but we had a mutual friend who connected us. We both worked for the same campus ministry called Crew, and she had moved to Dallas uh, in the summer, and then I moved September, October, and so our friend Erin was telling us, hey, y'all should be friends. I think both of y'all would like each other. You both just moved to Dallas. You both just kind of switched out of this full-time ministry role into the non-ministry world and I know that you know Leslie's looking for friends I know you're looking for friends and so it's kind of a blind friend date anyways at the time she was going to the village which is one of the church that I visited and so she texted me over Thanksgiving and said hey I actually think I'm still I'm not set at the village it's where I've been going but would you want to visit churches together and I said, yes, it's very nice to visit churches with someone else. And so she actually found Christ City through the Acts 29 yeah. website. And 
So we were going to meet there, I think it was a Sunday, maybe end of November, beginning of December. And y'all were in two buildings? Yeah, maybe. That, was a con- that was a confusing time. I don't know if you went back and <laughs> forth or what the deal was, but I guess the one listed on the Acts 29 website was maybe the old one or I, anyways. Y'all went to the wrong place? So we went to the wrong place and oh, I got there wow. first and I called her and I said, uh, are you sure there's really no cars in the parking lot. Well, at that and time, so, that may have not mattered either. There may have been nobody <laughs> here. <laughs> um, but anyways, go ahead. Sorry. But yes. So we, she like got there and we figured out that it was the wrong address. And so then we got to the right address. So then we were late. And so we just kind of sat in the back and uh, Emily Larzabal came up to us afterwards and she said, Hey, you know, we're having tacos together, our GC afterwards. If y'all want to join, no pressure, you know, she's asking us in on, in the moment, mm-hmm. which in these, this day and age, people tend to be planners. And Leslie and I were like, we don't got plans, so <laughs> we'll come. So we, yeah, we went that first Sunday and went to GC. And then honestly, I just didn't stop. I just kept going and kept being invited to things and meant to visit other GCs and never did and just stuck. I think also I didn't know anyone when I moved to Dallas. And so I wanted to find a church where I would be quickly known and known Mm -hmm. deeply. And so Christ City is where I found that. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, how's like, I guess I'm wondering how that's worked then. Um, How have, like practically, how has that happened for you at Christ City, I guess is the question. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. So because I know like you and a couple other girls like have a very long standing kind of like close knit DNA group. Like you want to talk about that and how yeah. like, life giving that's been for you, the importance of that? Yeah. So DNA, I think, has been honestly the biggest part of that, especially since RGC went through a lot of transitions and then a lot of people left. And so there's been a lot of changes there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Rory, Leslie and I were paired together in DNA, which I think in church small groups, it can go various ways um, when meeting together. And I think all of us just were really hungry for deep relationships. And Mm. so we kind of had this conversation of we want to be all in and we want to be true friends. We don't want to be people who just show up on Tuesday nights and, you know, talk about the Bible for 30 minutes and maybe catch up on a surface level and then call it good. We want to have relationships. And obviously Jesus is the foundation of that, but relationships are so many different things. And so we, yeah, we made a point to hang out outside of DNA and to get to know each other and to say yes and to, I think really, how do I put this? I think we just all put a really high value and we're willing to give up other things to say yes in the get to know each other stage. Even, mm-hmm. I think it's easy now, right? Cause we have mm-hmm. a deep friendship and so I wanna hang out with them and it's really easy for me to say yes and it's who I plan things with. But at the beginning you don't have that yet. But even though we didn't have that relationship yet, we, said we're gonna we're gonna do this even though we're not friends yet we're gonna text each other and we're gonna mm-hmm. hang out and so and I don't think I've ever been a part of a group 
that decided that so early on and was all in. And I, it helps that there's only there was only three of us. It gets harder, right, as it gets bigger, mm-hmm. just logistically speaking. But I think us deciding that up front and then following through on it and just spending time together in all different ways really helped build just a really solid friendship that has weathered. You know, at this point, it's weathered a lot over the mm-hmm. past three years. So... Yeah, we even in our DNA now we had, um, you know, we have Catherine and well, womp womp, Reagan's gone now. Yeah, but she's still zooming in when she can until she finds a church in Austin. Mm. But yeah, we have gone and Allie Clements is now in Denver, but she was a part of it too. But I think we've had several come to Jesus moments in our DNA where we'll kind of get off and it will be missing people and. Um, I feel like every year we have this conversation of what what do we want this to group to look like? It's okay if we're not all in, but mm. we need to figure out where we're at. And I think every time we have that conversation, all of us realize, oh no, we we do we want to be all in, mm-hmm. and we want to prioritize this, and we want to prioritize um, talking about Jesus and that also being a priority. Because I think at one point we realized we can either talk about ourselves and share about our lives, which mm-hmm. is important, or we can let really focus on talking about, you know, what the sermon was on or for like mm-hmm. going through a book. And so we realized we can't do everything we need to do. And so we split it up, which maybe is weird and maybe it doesn't work for everyone, but it worked for us. And that we we're like, okay, this week we're really going to dig into what's happening in our lives. And this week, not that we're don't care about that or aren't going to, you know, have chit chat at the beginning, but just kind of this focus instead of trying to do it all in one. And we just kind of figured out what worked and where it varies. We change it up, but yeah, I don't know if that answered the question. I'm just rambling now. (laughs) That's good. I love that. I love, cause I've had a similar experience, but like thinking about starting relationships on the basis of Christ and it's like it doesn't matter whether we have similar interests or we're in the same life stage or like whatever but like when that's the foundation you're like okay I'm going to commit to this person or these people and it just always develops into something beautiful that like at the beginning it's like oh I could have never imagined being like so close to these people but it's like we stuck with it because we both love the Lord and we want to like live life with people other people who love the Lord and I think that's really neat. That is a beautiful description and a great summary to what I said. I also think, too, just the honesty and vulnerability with it being based on Christ. If we're going to talk about, you know, these deep things that aren't necessarily, I need to turn that off, um, aren't necessarily in other relationships. Yeah, no, that's really, I mean, that that is, and as Christine said, that's kind of an encouragement to the rest of us who are, you know, more or less to varying degrees. Um, there's, there's, you know, lots of people at Christ City that are trying to do something similar um, to varying degrees of success. So um, it's just, you know, your story um, kind of encourages the rest of us. So we also wanted to just kind of hear a little bit about and know a little bit about um, some some of the work that you do that you're partnered with that you're passionate about um, you know several people that are listening to this already know because they're a part of that group um, that you and uh, Leslie and now Christine have kind of helped lead but um, for those that 
aren't a part of that group. Would you like to share a little bit about that and what, what that's all about? Yes, yeah, so there is a group at Christ City Church that started maybe a year ago. Has it mm-hmm. been a year? Yeah. Again, time. Uh, it's a bit close because remember... A little I've, less. I, maybe... Yeah, because I, I want to say it started of June last year, right after the yeah. right after George Floyd, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, just the topic of racism and racial injustice is something that I personally have been learning about probably really since I moved to Dallas in 2016. Mm-hmm. I read a book called Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson, and he's a black man, and it's his story of both being a lawyer and his experiences just as a black man, and then also his experience. He works with something called the Equal Justice Initiative, working to get um, people on death row, out of death row, that are innocent, and working towards justice for them. And so I honestly don't remember where the book came from, if someone gave it to me, if someone recommended it to me, but I read it and just wept as I read it, hearing his story. And I think it just opened my eyes to so much of what I don't see and didn't see because I live, I am white and I live in a majority white culture in America and so I don't necessarily experience or see racism or potentially the ways that certain um, systems or even the way that our country was founded on racism in a lot of ways and so yeah I think I Jeremy actually is the one he's this description of a conversion of experience a, a conversion experience where your eyes the curtain is just lifted and your eyes are opened and so I think that really happened and so it started to be something that I just became aware of honestly and so Leslie had become aware of it maybe a couple years earlier and so she actually had heard of this ministry called Be the Bridge that is a ministry so it's based on the gospel and it's based on biblical reconciliation and what does it look like to pursue racial justice as believers and as people who know Christ and because God cares about justice and he cares about racial justice and so uh, we started talking to people about hey who would want to be a part of this group they have some curriculum that you can go through with people of various races and ethnicities to have these open and honest conversations, but they're based in the gospel. And so they're based with this foundation. And so, yeah, we, I was not a leader at Leslie and our friend Bianca were leaders of that group, but it was just a really cool opportunity to have these really honest conversations and honestly just learn. And so went through that uh, content, and then our group decided to ta- to stay together, and we started uh, reading various books. And outside of that, I myself just started reading different books and listening to podcasts and kind of learning more and just in taking information. And I think as this is going along, God was just opening my heart to this. And so last summer when George Floyd was killed, I think – the awareness became more present just for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It just felt like God was really working and opening a lot of people's eyes. And so 
I think Leslie and I both wanted to share that with our home church and with Christ City since that is something that we just cared about and we thought you know maybe maybe God is doing something within our nation and maybe within our church and so basically we just sent out a video in one of Jeremy's emails and said hey this is something that we feel God is stirring in our hearts and so this is something that you either care about or your eyes have been open to or you want to care about or you want to learn more and be a part of it let us know and we honestly didn't know what to expect we didn't really know what we were doing truly it was just we know that God cares and we know that we care and so uh, we're just gonna throw it out there and so from that a group from Christ City formed and we have been going through I guess we maybe started in September um, going through a book from Be the Bridge that kind of goes through these different stages within reconciliation, including things like acknowledgement of sin and lament and forgiveness. And honestly, a lot of things that we've even been talking about as a church, but just geared specifically towards racial justice um, and racial reconciliation. And I think it's funny because if you know me well, I'm pretty type A. I'm a planner. I also really like to have control. And so this whole process has been very stretching for me. And God's honestly used it in really big ways in my life because it is an area where I'm like, I, I don't have the answers and I don't know what's next and I don't have a 10 step plan. I um, honestly have just been taking it one step at a time, but it's been really sweet because in that, every time we've kind of moved, God's provided. Also, to be honest, I have been praying, God, help me to, for your spirit to fill me and for me to speak what you'd like me to speak. But I think even when y'all asked me to do this, I was nervous because I thought, man, I think people think that I'm doing really good work <laughs> in this world and I know what I'm doing and, and I, I don't, honestly. Even this week, I thought, God, man, I... I know you care about this, and so help me to care about this. There's weeks where, where I don't or I forget about it because it's not, I think a lot about myself and I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to live and what I want to do next and all of those sorts of things. And so this group has been really helpful because it's helped me keep it top of mind. Of I do think God cares about this, and I do think he's doing something I don't know exactly what it looks like or what it is, but I'm just going to try and take steps of obedience towards, you know, I think what he's calling me towards and what he's calling us towards. And so, yeah, that's what it's been so far. I think even starting off, honestly, the first Sunday after George Floyd was murdered, um, we didn't say anything about it at Christ City. And I think for me, because it was something that was, I was just thinking about and feeling so deeply. Um, and because it's something that I really care about it, it just felt really, I don't know what the word is. I just, yeah, it was just all I could think about. And so, 
Um, and I actually prayed that Sunday, and I was like, okay, well, if we're not going to say anything, then like then I got to do something. Yeah. And yeah. I did. I prayed. And then yeah. it led to me talking to Leslie and Rory and telling them, man, I just I just don't know what to do. It just feels mm. like there's a disconnect to me. And so we set up a meeting with Jeremy just to say, hey, we just, you know, we're just like in- – curious you know if this is something that you're thinking about this is something that we care about and um it was scary you know mm. I not that Jeremy is scary me a scary guy but I feel like <laughs> Jeremy <you're>, scary me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that is gonna stay in there even though I'm like please edit that out definitely <laughs> so but it just yeah it felt not conflict but mm. it's out of my nature but I just felt like that was you know, the step of obedience of the spirit leading us. And so we did. And from that, Jeremy, we just had a really good conversation and getting to even hear Jeremy say, yeah, I I wrestled with, you know, what do I say anything? What do I say? Like on what grounds and even hear him talking about he, how he tried to, or not tried to, but like we have some metaphors through the sermon that obviously went over my head and I think I was just like so focused on I just you know anyways it was on me but him saying yeah you know this is something that I'm I don't know a lot about I'm learning about but it's obvious that this is something that God is stirring in you and so why don't you you know lead our church in this and so that's you know that conversation led to the group and so yeah, I think that was a step of faith to have a conversation with him and then a step of faith to ask others to join us. Yeah, I just want to say, like, as someone who's also been a part of this group, it's been just so nice to have you and Leslie, like, to take those initial steps to get the conversation started because I think for a lot of people, we might have also been having these feelings and things and having these issues be aware to us and also being like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know how to talk about this with people or um, talk about it in church or um, under the realm of like, how do I follow Jesus? What does this look like? And so like having y'all be able to like step up and take that initial step has been such a blessing because I know for me, it's like I've had way more conversations about racial injustice than I ever have. I've been, you know, reading more stuff, watching more things. And it's, you know, a sense you develop, you just become a little bit more comfortable talking about these things. And like, that's really awesome to know that there's a safe space for that. And it's, it is necessary. I think so much we can just hype stuff up and we, it's easier to avoid those kind of conversations. Mm -hmm. And knowing that we have a safe place in our church is like where we should always have the safest place to have these conversations and in our community. But then now it's kind of bleeding out towards other places where hopefully we can start having these conversations with coworkers or other family members or friends. And I've definitely noticed that in my life, we're just having a little bit more boldness or taking a little bit more initiative there. And so I think that's probably been like a result for a lot of people because of this initial group of like it kind of bleeding out into everyone's everyday life as well. Or at least I know that's for me. I can't speak for everyone, but hopefully, you know, I've noticed that as well. So, which is, you know, like you were saying, you're like, I don't know what the next step is, but I think, you know, that's kind of what y'all wanted to do, you know, as a foundation point is like, let's start the conversation here, but hopefully it extends beyond this group.
So thank you, Allie, for joining us. Uh, it's so good to hear uh, more about you, you and your story and your work. And um, just thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, yeah. y'all. Thanks. So that's it for this episode of the Christ CityCast. Thank you to Allie for sitting down and chatting with us. Thank you to Christine, who was the co-host for this episode. And thank you to our friends at Young Oceans. Their music was featured in this episode of the Christ CityCast. Thanks. We'll see you next time.